Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker Clyer. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris Field. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first ever episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal, presented by TerribleBlog.net. My name is Chris, and with me, as always, is Parker. If you remember the scene toward the beginning of Orson Welles' 1941 classic, Citizen Kane, try to recall specifically the scene in which young Charles Foster Kane is writing the Declaration of Principles for his fledgling newspaper. So, too, shall we declare what we are about to do, what we are about to unleash upon the world. We're going to talk about garbage man-child movies. Just a quick rundown of what we do. We're both writers and content creators for TerribleBlog.net. We do movie reviews, retrospectives, schedule releases. I once wrote a book review for some reason. I don't know what else we do or how to end the sentence, etc. We've written a lot about recent releases like Power Rangers, Kong Skull Island, and Colossal, but the reason we had those is that there was something meaningful we could put into a long-form written piece that was different from everything else. We don't have anything to say about La La Land or Moonspot or Moonchild, whatever won the Oscar last year. I wasn't paying attention. Um, as for the movie we just saw, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, we have interesting and differing opinions enough that it's better to put it out there in spoken word format than it would be in a long form essay. Parker, what did you think about the movie with a tiny dancing plant? Well, you said we have differing opinions, and that's true, because you said it's almost as good as Citizen Kane, and I would venture that it's better. Your thoughts? Well, they're definitely very comparable. Uh, I could definitely see some of the symbolism. First of all, it does have Kurt Russell, and I think we can all agree here, Kurt Russell has never actually made a bad movie. And to follow that up, at what point does Orson Welles have to deal with a giant planet with a face on it? Uh, well, every single time he looked in the mirror. Motherfuck. Yeah. So the, There we go. So the best part about Guardians of the Galaxy 2 would be the Dunkirk trailer beforehand, but the second best part would be uh, Kurt Russell at the very beginning. I, I read the same thing that you did, that he was DH'd mostly through makeup and just, quote, touched up with CGI. Bullshit. That is such a fucking lie. There is no makeup in the world that can make him look that young. I felt like I was watching used cars or Escape from New York again. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. And then, I have to admit, I kind of didn't like what came next. So they're all together in a battle against some sort of space monster thing, and they do the same thing that they do from Guardians of the Galaxy. That is a bit of a recurring gripe with me, because I love the first movie, and I think the second one might actually, comma, be better. But for them to just rip off their own bit where Peter Quill's like dancing around in that cave to that song, it's really fun. But to do it with Baby Groot, I was like, oh, God, no. Oh, no, they're not going to do this for the entire movie. It's very much something that was like trying to please the fans instead of trying to create more art. But uh, my fears were definitely taken away the more that I watched. I thought it was unique enough on its own. Yeah, I was scared it was going to be nothing but Baby Groot that whole movie. That was about, what, like a solid 45 minutes of them, would you say? Uh, well, it, honestly, it wasn't even that much. Speaking of 45 minutes of Baby Crew, I shout out to the two minutes that Sylvester Stallone got. You know, that was really awesome. I hope they got their money's worth. The fact that he wasn't on screen with Kurt Russell is a tremendous failure, and that's why I can only give this movie five stars. 
I think that's why I, I, I bet that's why Stallone only signed up for that much time. I bet he was like afraid to share the spotlight with Kurt Russell because you know Kurt Russell would just steal every scene that he's in. Well, I guess now that he's not doing Expendables Four, which is a movie that's real apparently. Oh you my gotta god! Catch on the next franchise, you can. Evidently, although I don't even remember uh, Sylvester Stallone's name. Do you remember his name in the movie? I'm sure I have it written down somewhere, but I there's only limited space in my brain for more space monsters. I think it was like Stakar Ogord or something like that. That's not. No one even way. called him that. I'm pretty sure they just called him Sylvester Stallone. And then also very large Michael Clark Duncan slash Ving Rhames, whichever one isn't dead yet. Well, that, <laughs> I don't know. That would, have, that would have been Ving Rhames. Uh, shout out to the cameo from Rob Zombie again, and shout out to the cameo from Miley Cyrus that I don't, I don't think anyone actually noticed. I'm just glad Rob Zombie had a chance to be in more movies I might like. Well, you know, that's definitely fair. I didn't like The Devil's Rejects, so it's good that he's finally in a good movie for once. Oh, you didn't like the only good movie he's ever made? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Well. <laughs> Didn't he make an animated movie? I couldn't get through it. Uh, well, <laughs> it exists, but I'm not going to be the one that tells you if it's real if, or not. If you couldn't get through it, then I uh, I don't think I stand much of a chance. I appreciate the implication. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the best things about Guardians of the Galaxy would have to be the characters. I know I don't really like Baby Groot that much, although he wasn't terrible. He just wasn't as good as he was before. I definitely have to say my, my next least favorite would have to be Gamora. I don't feel like she did a whole lot. Oh, I'd say Nebula, because it feels like she's in the wrong movie entirely. That's actually completely fair, yeah. Yeah, I don't need it. I don't care about her. Maybe she's going to have her own movie, which is totally unfair. They should just make a Yondu movie. Oh. Oops. Well, hey, here's the thing. It could be a prequel. Look, if Star Wars no. is going to make a Harrison Ford fucking whatever his character's name was... How dare you? <laughs> no. How fucking dare you? <laughs> if they're gonna house theoretically <laughs> if they're gonna make one of those movies then they should definitely be able to make a yondu movie michael rooker was my favorite part of the first movie and he's one of my favorite parts of the second movie did you think going into this movie that michael rooker painted blue would almost make you cry if not actually make you cry in front of your dad i was pretty close i i had no idea that that was going to happen i also had no idea that his little buddy was a crackling or whatever i don't remember any of the names besides like the main guys <laughs> i love that guy oh, the was a crackling or something james gunn's brother was that his brother yeah <laughs> he needs to shave <laughs> well that i like that guy then i'm gonna actually look that up right now can yeah, i back in retrospect i should have pulled up character names but you know <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm bad. I'm going to be right about Sylvester Stallone being Stakar Ogord. Oh, look at this. How will you feel if you get that name right and I don't? Uh, that's a good question. Oh my god, I was right. It's Stakar Ogord. S-D-A-K-A-R-O-G-O-R-E. Well, geez, I feel ashamed now. Yeah, you're right. This is Sean Gunn as Kraglin. I love that guy. So he was awesome. so funny. That I've completely infected <laughs> oh, that's and ruined definitely true. Oh, you know who else I really liked? And this is kind of controversial. I really liked Mantis. They had... Oh, I don't know how to say her name. Palm Clementif? That's okay. She's half Korean, so of course I'm going to like her already, just because of that time I spent in Korea. In case you guys didn't know, she was really good as Mantis. I thought she was funny. She was one of the best parts of the movie, and her interacting with Drax was like probably the best character relationship that they got. I'm really hoping that she's going to be in the next movie, too. See, I didn't get much out of her, but I knew deep down that the first thing you were going to ask is, well, how was she? Was she good in the movie? And then you did. <laughs> Once I located well, your Kurt Russell concerns, your next question was, was the Korean actress good? 
Oh well, there you go. I appreciate well, you she's on not she's not exactly Jingtian, but she's her own sort of thing, and that's very nice. Boy, I could not get over Drax in that movie. Drax was fucking cracking me up the entire time. You liked his notoriously large turds. You're saying that's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> Every even his laugh was just funny. It's just like it, it, when he was laughing or screaming or whatever. It's just I'm having a good time all the time whenever he's on screen. And then we get to watch Chris Pratt play catch with Kurt Russell with a shiny oh. moon orb or something. So it was it was pretty obvious about the casting for Kurt Russell. If you could get any actor to play your dad, you're going to say Kurt Russell. And apparently that's exactly what happened with Chris Pratt. They're like, okay, what actor do you want to play your dad? And I'm pretty sure he just went and was like, no, I'm not making a movie unless it's Kurt Russell. If I could get any actor to be my dad, I'd probably get Kurt <laughs> Russell. Well, either him or Dwayne Johnson, you know? Dwayne would expect too much from me. He'd want me up to 4 a.m. lifting yeah. weights, and that's just not going to happen. I've already disappointed one dad. <laughs> there you go. Whereas Kurt Russell, you'd be like, oh, son, you're up at 2 a.m. watching uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Let me join you. Let me put an arm around your shoulders. And then I wake up to a dark room. Kurt dad would tell me how cool anime is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I swear to God, he's never been in a bad movie. I I can't get over it. So uh, let me call him Dad Burton. <laughs> so the, I I think we could all agree that the worst part of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is Stanley. I have to admit, Stanley really kind of bugged me in this movie. He wasn't even good in the first one. He was just kind of talking to people. It wasn't really interesting. He wasn't even interesting in Deadpool either. He's I don't think he's an interesting person to put into these movies. I understand it's a cameo. He's important, and et cetera, et cetera, but. Boy, he actually got really boring in this movie. It's like, I waited through all these post and mid-credit scenes. I'm like, okay, they're setting up the next movie. What's going on? And there he's sitting from the three observers from Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, wait, I got another story to tell. It's like, dude, we've seen 50 of your fucking movies. How many stories do you have? Yeah, the Deadpool one's actually the only one I sort of enjoyed because it caught me off guard. Every other one's like, oh, yeah, I recognize that old man. Well, I have to admit that if they're going to put him into a movie, you have to make it tie in someone. And Deadpool did that better than, say, I don't know, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, I guess. I mean, we could go through a whole list here. But we're not going so, to, because I don't want Absolutely not. And I'm hoping that the next movie they make in the Guardians series is going to finally include Howard the Duck as a main character. We've been waiting long enough. Oh, yeah. It's, it's time to correct the mistakes that we made 31 years ago in Howard the Duck 1986. Speaking of possibly coming for an episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal dedicated to Howard the Duck. Well, in that case, this is my last episode, so I'd like to thank <laughs> everyone for listening. Because <laughs> I sat through that movie once, and that is not a mistake I will make again. I sat through it once, too. My favorite thing is that George Lucas once said that that was going to be the movie that, like, 30 years down the line, people would look at it as a masterpiece. Guess what, dude? Turns out you were wrong. Yeah, Tim Robbins watched when the main villain is a guy who tried to fuck kids in real life and then he's talking to a fake duck. Well, you, you Wow, congratulations. You somehow ruined Howard the Duck for me. I didn't know anyone could actually do that with a movie I already hated. I mean, it ruined Ferris Bueller for me and Beetlejuice, kind of. So you just have to deal with it. No, well, now I can't watch Tim Burton movies anymore. Oh, yeah, because you've been watching them so fucking frequently, right? I'm a hardcore Tim Burton fan here. I wait last new Dumbo or whatever you do. <laughs> Uh, you know, as soon as I saw the trailer for the new uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, I was like, Tim Burton must be directing this, right? Yeah, I finally saw the new one, and I don't understand why people are excited. 
I think uh, no one will see Wonder Woman like, in two weeks. Oh, that's right. Wonder Woman's coming out in two weeks. That's going to be so fucking fantastic. I, I, I don't think there's going to be any way for me to be able to get into it. Although it is getting good reviews now. And in fact, the good reviews are so heartening that DC's lifting the review embargo. So people are going to be able to come out with uh, their real thoughts on it. But I'm still apprehensive. Because every single time I see a good review, it says, Yeah, it's the best DCEU movie made yet. That doesn't say anything, because the other ones are Batman v Superman, which sounds like a court case, Suicide Squad, and Man of Steel. None of those are good movies. So for Wonder Woman to be the first good one, yeah, that's, you know, fine, whatever. But you can't say, oh, it's the best one yet. It, that, that doesn't say anything. Hey, remember when Batman v Superman got good reviews initially? Because I sure do. Oh my god, that's right. Well, I also remember someone once, somewhere, said something good about Suicide Squad, and those are the opinions that you can just throw out the window, because they don't know what they're talking about. They didn't see the movie. They don't even read comic books. They don't even watch movies at all. They just live in a room, they're chained to a cell somewhere, and they're just forced to write words. Look, real nerds like me, who has been a fan (laughs) of geek culture for a long time, really appreciated Oscar-winning movie Suicide Squad. God damn it! I'm still upset! What the odds were, yeah, best makeup, etc. It's like, no, you know what? You watch The Handman is better. Yeah, I know, it's Korean. But come on, it wasn't even that impressive in Suicide Squad. Oh, he's a giant crocodile. He shouldn't even have been in the movie. I definitely said that just to see how long it would take you to mention The Handmaiden. Just uh, well, you, that's... Uh, are you at least even surprised that it took me this long to mention it to our first episode? No. Well, no. there you go. So what's your favorite movie of the year so far? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. <laughs> nah, probably is it, Logan. I could, yeah, that's exactly what I thought you were going to say. You're so predictable. I would have gone with. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, Logan's definitely in my top three. I have to go with, I, in no particular order except for number one, Logan and Get Out are definitely like two, three for me. Although Guardians Galaxy 2 is pushing its way on there. Uh, I still have to go with Your Name. An anime movie is my number one favorite movie, and suddenly I don't feel cool anymore. Yeah, Get Out will probably be up there, but I will not be watching it until about an hour from now. So I'll let you know then. Oh, you haven't actually seen it? No, I didn't make it to theaters because I'm I'm currently sitting on my nightstand waiting for me to enjoy all that glorious content. I really think that you're going to enjoy it. Does it have the original ending or the theater ending? I think both. Go for the theatrical ending. The the original ending is not the one that got them a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, as someone who grew up with multiple, if not one, black friend, I feel like I can really see where this movie's coming from. So I'm pretty excited. Well, oh, yeah, sure. Fantastic. We're, yeah, that's... Well, I mean, you live in Texas, so maybe yeah, you'll be able to... That's why I told the sack that the worst crime that's ever happened was some kid spray-painted a fence once. Like, I get the segregation and, like, the real <laughs> racial injustice that goes on here. Especially oh, man. living across the street from a cop, I just... You know, sometimes you just don't feel safe. Well, it, it's good that you could put yourself in someone else's shoes. <laughs> All right, so those are good movies of the year so far. But looking ahead, other movies coming out this year, what really stands out besides, of course, Wonder Woman? My favorite movies, Justice League and Star oh. Wars and Thor <laughs> and Spider-Man. Oh, jeez. Every single one of them. The pit in my stuff. Of course, Transformers were the one where Optimus Prime goes back in time. The, the big giant robot that transforms into a truck goes back in time with a giant sword to help out King Arthur. That's a real movie. It actually exists, and people are going to go see it in droves. Hey, do you know what all those movies have in common? 
you get to see every single one of them, whether you want to or not now. Oh, I, I love this. I love having my own assignment. So for Universal Monsters, is that its own exciting universe now? It Universal sure Monsters? Is. Oh, or is it just Dark Monsters? Universe? Is that what it's called? The Dark Universe? I could make that up if I wanted to. Even I'm more creative <sighs> than that, and I own every Marvel movie. Oh my god. So I guess the new Mummy movie, that's going to be part of this Dark Universe? I mean, are you not excited to see Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Oh my god. I, I'm First of all, props to Russell Crowe. Seriously, hats off. Big respect to him embracing his role as John Goodman now. He's just so happy to be a big, fat, hairy guy. He's just like, yeah, this is my new role now. Whatever, I'm going to do it. Do you think he'll become unhinged and just beat the Christ out of someone with a telephone? Uh, I hope so. I mean, if he hasn't done that yet, then or at least yet this year, then he's not the Russell Crowe I know. Not to self when I'm editing this, just edited in fighting around the world. Yeah, I was going to say it, but I can't do the impression. Either that or Tugger shooting himself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what if I told you there's a movie called 47 Meters Down about a shark attack starring Mandy Moore? I would believe you, but I wouldn't believe that you've even seen it yet. Oh, not yet. But I'll see you on June 16th, buddy. Oh my god, that's oh, fantastic. Uh, there's a movie called War Machine that's coming out, and it's a comedy. Uh, oh, dude, it's off from Iron Man? Fuck yeah, dude. He's one of my favorite characters. So in the comic books. <laughs> oh my god, this is, I didn't know this was a real thing. Oh man, I thought I it was based... a real movie that actually exists. Oh, it has something to do with a guy from Iron Man. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Oh, jeez. Don Cheadle for 90 minutes in a robot suit? I would have to watch it, wouldn't I? Oh, absolutely. There's no getting out now. So, would they finally make an actual theatrical version of Teen Titans, who do we cast in those roles? You can't just throw that on me now, because... It is really tough, because you don't know a lot of that hurt my soul. <laughs> and I'm not going to be able to recover fast enough. Uh, they are they have to make it right if wonder here's how they're going to do it if wonder woman makes enough money and it probably will then you got justice league they're going to have to hinge a lot on justice league because uh, if i'm right teen titans is a dc thing it's not a marvel thing I, oh of course it's like oh, no, you've probably read a comic haven't you chris no uh so they also have uh swimming guy aquaman aquaman <laughs> is another superhero who exists Boy, we're actually, they don't have a... Oh, The Flash. they they got to make a movie with The Flash, who has a shitty mustache now, I guess. Oh, you mean how The Flash has already lost two directors? Oh That's supposed God. to come out next year, and then they're all doing a page one script rewrite. Oh, DC's boy. DC's doing is... great. I don't know if you know this. It's all yeah. going pretty well. Well, the great news is that The Flash, in the past, he just used to be a guy who runs fast, but now he can teleport in dreams, so that's pretty cool. I don't see what the problem is. Uh, well, it's more it actually, grounded realism, Chris. It totally makes sense. It's how could you possibly not follow Batman v Superman? You know, maybe if you did some research beforehand by reading comics for forty years, you would <laughs> enjoy this children's movie for idiots. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is me. Whenever I go in, I have to admit I've never actually read a comic book. The only one I've ever read was about a serial killer. It's called My Friend Dahmer. I, I recommend it to everyone, but there's no capes. Uh, there's no eye lasers and nothing like that. I haven't even read like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, something Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. So you wasted your time basically reading a comic oh, book without capes or lasers. That's right. You know, I was. I mean, as a kid, I was doing really dumb shit. I was playing outside, joining sports teams, etc. I don't know what yeah, it is. 
yeah, it's it's pretty hard to explain. Just about as hard to explain as I don't know Superman racing against the Flash. Oh my god! I just realized, you know, putting all, all this together, Justice League is really gonna suck. Like the trailer already looks pretty bad. All right, moving on from that, I, you know, the DC movies have been so bad that I don't know if they're gonna be able to pull off an interesting villain. Like we think about the villains that we've seen in the past DC movies. In oh my god, Suicide Squad. All right, <laughs> moving on. Movie, how about Batman v Superman? The bad guy was Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, you, you, you're forgetting about Doomsday, who showed up in the last 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's right. How could I possibly forget about Doomsday? And he uh, he didn't last long, did he? I yeah. thought he was going to be like some sort of like ultra powerful alien god or something like that. I was like, boy, that guy looks like really tough. To Again, I wouldn't know. I I don't I don't read this stuff. I'm barely literate as it is. But I look at him. I'm like, oh yeah, this guy's pretty good. He could play for my team. But I he didn't last long at all. It, it didn't take long for three superheroes to take him down. And the first thing I thought about when he was kicking ass initially, it was like, yeah. So Harley Quinn with a bat is going to take this guy. We're going to get Captain Boomerang in for this. He can climb anything, <laughs> including Kryptonians. <laughs> fucking idiot. Uh. I never like down with a sickness anyway. Oh. <laughs> we also have a Man of Steel though, and Man of Steel had what General Zod or something like that. Look at you. Remember oh that. yeah, it's so embarrassing that I do. This did stem from a discussion I had with someone that Marvel movies also have generally forgettable villains as well. I only remember the one from. I had to actually think to remember it from the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie was Thanos. And Ronan, and it's spelled with an A instead of an I. So I can't even make a samurai joke. In the second one, it's they're called I almost call them the Syndicate or the something or. Oh my god! I, I, no, I can't remember. I, oh jeez! Well, they're colored gold. I definitely remember that they were colored gold. And I guess you could consider that. Hopefully, this isn't too much of a spoiler. Ego is a villain in that. And if you don't see that coming, come yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it was on. kind of. Yes, but hey, I gotta admit the decision to cast Kurt Russell as a god planet. Eh, you know, I'm totally in favor of it. I think that works uh, perfectly well. But other Marvel movies, I had to think. Of, I had to think real hard of Ajax from fucking Deadpool. I don't even remember the guy's real name. Was it Francis or something? Yeah, that sounds about. Right. Oh, there we go. I should have. I definitely should have remembered that. Very, very embarrassing. I didn't remember that. I don't remember the villain from fucking. What is it? Oh, God, I actually... How embarrassing. I couldn't remember the villain from Avengers until I just thought of it now. It was like Loki, right? Yeah. Who was kind of balls in that movie. Yeah, well, you know, I didn't even like Avengers that much. Personally, I, I honestly think that Guardians of the Galaxy is a better movie than Avengers. I like Guardians of the Galaxy more than I like Star Wars. I think that says a lot. Not just as, like... I, I really honestly do. I think it's a better space movie. I think it's a lot more fun. I like the characters a whole lot more. I don't even dislike Star Wars that much. This is what it's come down to, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do this to you right you now. You just fucking threw this at me. How yeah, you're going to deal with it. You call yourself a nerd. <laughs> a fan of geek and nerd culture. How dare you, Christopher? Hell yeah. If we're just, there go all of our... Uh, I don't even remember the real name of the thing anymore. There goes all our nerd coffin sponsorship <laughs> deals right down the tubes. <laughs> I have all these loot crates. Or not. <laughs> Oh, man. 
Uh, we're gonna have to go with Al Crate instead. If you guys wanna, <laughs> if you guys wanna get like a little pin to put on your backpack that is from Hunger Games, then uh, just let us know. We will read whatever shit you want. Speaking of, now would be a good time to do an advertisement. But since it's our first episode and no one knows who we are, we don't have any. Do you have any other like blogs that you want to plug right now? Because I think that's totally fair. No, Chris, but I don't ruin your day by circling back around the Teen Titans. Because you made oh. that joke, but what you don't remember is they're making a cyborg movie. So get ready for that to spin off in your garbage fucking life. Who the fuck is Cyborg? Uh, the black robot guy? Do you not watch children's oh, yeah. television? Oh, I, okay, 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 I, I did, okay, that, I just had to fucking remember it. Do you not remember the scene in Batman v Superman where there was like half of a dude sitting on a computer chip and then a cube started glowing? And then now that I absolutely do not remember. Good. I, yeah, well, you know, that's like every single thing in a DC movie. It's like, no, I don't remember that happening. That one am I supposed well, to do it? In the future, maybe. Or there's not. a scene. There's a scene in that like review of Suicide Squad I wrote up where like that uh, the girl who plays a sorceress, she's like sitting in this like black water that goes up to her shoulders. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? What does this have to do with anything? I went back and rewatched the movie because oh yeah, Enchantress, whatever. <laughs> and I can't believe I called her the sorceress instead. <laughs> <laughs> he just said the Enchantress in like the perfect voice. All right, and yeah, so I went back and rewatched the movie because hey, I'm a glutton for punishment. That scene has nothing to do with anything. She's just sitting there. You know what else has nothing to do with anything? The entire first forty-five minutes of that movie. No, I'm I'm still mad about that. The worst part about it is you're familiar with a nostalgia critic, right? Unfortunately. Oh yeah, so he did his own review of Suicide Squad. Obviously not familiar with my masterpiece, and it, it was one of those uh, uh, clipless reviews. So he just has all his uh, fat nerd friends dress up in costumes like their characters, and they say really annoying things. So I was like, I'm just not going to watch this because I'm too high and mighty for that sort of thing. So instead, I watched what are his actual real thoughts on it. Oh boy, this guy's way off. The first thing he says is like, "Oh man, the first fifteen move, the first fifteen minutes of this movie already, the music is win." I was like, first of all, you use win as an adjective, and second of all, really, how long did it take them to play uh, Fortunate Son? It feels like I've heard that in about four movies this year. I, I can't stand that song anymore. That is, it's like the most annoying rebel song. It's like, some folks want me to wave the flag! And I'm like, I know I'm not going to enjoy this movie now. I know I'm not going to enjoy this character. Just for the record, I am recording this wearing an ill-fitting suit, a disheveled red tie, and a patty cap. So try not to make fun too much. I'm trying to create a brand. No, uh, meanwhile, I'm recording this wearing... Uh, I went out to Kohl's the other day because that's what I can afford. And I, I was passing by uh, the graphic tees, you know, the ones with, like, the Star Wars and superheroes. Oh, yeah, and, <laughs> and I was like, ah, I'm 27. I'm too old for such earthly desires. I passed by one with a Rubik's Cube on it. And I was like, do I dare? I pulled it out. It said, World's Smartest Dad. So the question was, do I get one or two? I only got one. My dad hasn't earned one of these yet. You gotta solve a cube, buddy. I mean, if your dad can't rank the Marvel movies appropriately, then I don't see why he deserves a shirt. Well, evidently I can't rank them appropriately either, because I would put Guardians of the Galaxy way above Avengers. That's probably fine. I uh, well, yeah, yeah, you know, I guess I would also put uh, which which Captain America movie is the good one? Two. Yeah, it's Most a, of three. Two I know you really like the fight in that movie. Look, I'm a child. It's a good fight. <laughs> Yeah, I should probably switch two and three on that list I made. You, you, I realize that now, but uh, yeah, yeah, that that was what really I was thinking. I was like, yeah, you, even he knows that two's really the better movie. I just haven't gone back to it. I haven't updated that shit since like Doctor Strange came out. I don't think. 
I mean, we're not going to be like Yola Lilia here and have like an organized listing of what we like more than everything else, but I, I think we could also put Deadpool pretty high up there. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, you haven't seen all these awful movies, right? Not all of them. I haven't seen... Oh, oh boy, oh boy. Fucking... I haven't seen either one of the Amazing Spider-Man movies yet. Oh, oh! I'm gonna make you watch the second one. You're gonna no. hate me. No, because yep. no wait. Okay, I like Emma Stone. So <laughs> she's not in this she's movie. Good. You won't. <laughs> How could I possibly not like her? She's so good in everything she does. Man, you are just really <laughs> tempting fate here. Oh, man. And I just know that you're going to make me see all this. This is the new thing that we're going to do. It's like, I'm going to find a really great movie that's going to come out. The one I'm really excited for right now is Dunkirk. It's going to be about the Battle of Dunkirk and what went on there. And, man, I saw the trailer. I got I to put this right here on the podcast. I don't think I've told anyone about it just right. Is I went in to see fucking, was it, Kong Skull Island. Which, by the way, bullshit. You got all that merch. I didn't get anything. I got some racing up and a headache. Yeah, that's, that's what I... That's why I go for going to AMC, a miserable cinema. And I go there. <laughs> I, I, I go in there. I paid for the IMAX because that's where I'm at in my life. And they start playing all these trailers before. And I think that was the first of, what, 80,000 times I saw the Wonder Woman trailer, which looked god-awful. I saw the Valerians trailer. That was god-awful. Uh, what else did I say? I don't remember. Well, then it got into the Dunkirk trailer. I couldn't tell it was a trailer because it just started playing. And it was like a good seven-minute long trailer. I think it was just like a scene from the movie. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah. Well, uh, I did. I was so happy I did because it's just going along. And it's like 1910s. So I was like, are they going to do this with uh, the Kong movie? Turns out they actually did. So that was kind of cool. And they're, you know, they're transporting her bodies along this bridge. And you're just like, man, aren't they going to get out of here? What's going to go on? And then... You're in the theater, and you hear the gunships coming in, and it gets loud and louder and louder. And they're just moving in, and everyone in the theater is like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on with the projections? Everyone's covered up their ears because it's so loud, and you realize, that's the point. That's what it was like to be at Dunkirk. And then it just comes out on the screen, boom, Dunkirk. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go see that. And now you're going to go make me see Justice League instead. Well, the thing about Amazing Spider-Man 2 is it has Dennis Leary's ghost <laughs> warning Peter Parker to keep his daughter from getting involved. And no, I'm not joking. He sees Dennis oh, Leary's my... ghost like three times. It's incredible. Oh my god. That's... Oh boy, there I go. Wanting to see Christopher Nolan direct another great movie. He's He hasn't faltered yet. I, I actually... I, I can't make any bones about this. I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan. I know that most of what he does is pretty much just popcorn movies, but man, I, I love watching his popcorn movies. Yeah, but Paul Giamatti in a Russian accent gets in a robot rhino suit. <laughs> Wait, does he really, or is this like he Spider-Man? fucking better believe that happens in Spider-Man. I have to admit, I haven't even seen Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 3. What the fuck? I, I know, I'm a failure to myself and others. You're gonna have a lot of homework. Yeah, yeah, you know, I saw the first Spider-Man movie, I think when it came out, and I liked it, didn't love it, and I don't even remember the reason that I saw it. I think the only reason I saw it was because everyone else did. And I do have a controversial opinion about it. I really do think that that Spider-Man movie was what really ushered in what I guess could be called now sort of like the golden age of comic book movies. Now, it wasn't the first good comic book movie, because, I mean, you had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is technically a comic book movie. Yeah, Batman. That was a comic book movie. That was really good. Yeah, it is a comic book. You're right, Chris. Yes, it is. 
<laughs> I don't know why I said that. But then you also have the Dark Age that came right before it. You had movies like Steel. Hell yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, All Shaquille O'Neal was in that. They also had that guy from uh, Breakfast Club in there, so can't forget that. Speaking of homework. Oh, fantastic. And well, all the other movies I can't remember. Uh, what was the other one I couldn't stand? Oh, Spawn, except for John Leguizamo. I fucking love John Leguizamo and Spawn. That sounds about right. That sounds like something you would say to me with a straight face. I'm not kidding. I fucking love him in that movie. This is the same guy. I, I, I can't believe I'm the one who's, who made a fucking like, Citizen Kane reference in the first five minutes of this podcast. And I already said, yeah, I love John Leguizamo. He was a fat midget clown. Isn't Martin Sheen in that movie? He is, and he's so fat. <laughs> he tries to make a deal with the devil, and then a deal with the devil clown. It's really awesome. <laughs> I, you have never seen a worse-looking CGI devil than you do in that movie, except for maybe Mortal Kombat. I mean, speaking of Mortal Kombat, I think I need to rewatch Annihilation. I think that time has uh, come in my life. Oh, boy. Are you in for some fucking fun? Mortal Kombat Annihilation is a real bad movie. Speaking of good movies, Blade Trinity. Now that's where it comes to heart. Oh boy, i definitely seen the first Blade. I like the second one better, just because Gilmore Del Toro is good at everything. Oh yes, he is. Actually, I really like Benicio Del Toro in the first Guardians of the Galaxy the movie. I thought I had a... God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> news, Chris, that's going to cost you. Now you get to report on the Emoji movie. Oh, God, Congratulations, no. idiot. Oh boy. I, I keep forgetting that they're making that movie. Oh man, that reminds me. Uh, shout out! I, I got a friend in South Korea. Her name is. Uh, yeah, I got a friend or a friend from South Korea. Either. Yeah, there we go. Friend, full stop. Uh, her name is uh, Jihae, and she's. Uh, I think she's equally as into garbage movies as we are. That's not an insult, Jihei, if you listen to this. Uh, she, but she likes uh, superhero movies too. And uh, she was, she actually recently saw Boss Baby, and she's like, "Yeah, I thought it was cute." And all I can think about is watching Fast and Furious Eight, and the projector just won't work, and everyone's screaming at the theater. We were the last ones to leave as we were demanding that they put on Boss Baby so we could at least get our get our money's worth. I don't even have that free ticket anymore. Toronto. <laughs> Everyone, follow me on Instagram, Snapchat. So, I want my fucking buddy back. So when the nut job too nutty by nature comes out, do you want to record on that, or do you think you'll have enough to write it out? What the fuck is the nut job too? Don't worry about it. You'll know I, soon enough. Is is that the sequel to Squirrel Girl? How dare you! First off, this is not <laughs> a laughing matter. Now it is. I, I hope they make that movie. It might be uh, might actually be a good movie for a change. Uh, I, I have to admit, I'm, I have trepidation about Wonder Woman. I think it's going to be all washed out with the colors and everything. I've seen that trailer like 80,000 god-awful times. It doesn't get any better. Well, what I like most about comic books is like being able to create literally anything you want and use all these bright and vibrant colors and then putting it in foggy-ass World War One London for some reason. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely one of my favorite parts about it too, and telling her that she's not allowed to use the sword, and then she picks it up anyway, because you know, and we're going to do that anyway. Also, she has an invisible jet, but it's not in the movie, so you know. Why fucking bother? That that would have been so much fun. It reminds me again of Suicide Squad. Sorry, Katana. What was the word you said? Did you say fun? <laughs> that's not allowed in this podcast or in DC movies. Or my life. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which theoretically, they're all three linked if you think about it. I I think that they all are. You're pretty much like I I did hear a good. I hate using this term, fan theory about oh. Stan Lee and his relation to all the Marvel movies because he keeps appearing in all of them in some sort of cameo form. Someone made a pretty decent point that is like, oh, is he like a celestial god being that's just in all these movies or is he just the same character or something like that? I think someone, I don't remember who, just said, no, he's Stan Lee. So it's something like he's sort of like beyond it yet involved with it, which is just exactly what Stan Lee is. I was like, you know, that's kind of nice. And then he told that really boring story at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I didn't care anymore. I hope the final movie is just him pissing on Jack Kirby's grave for stealing all of his money and legacy. (laughs) That's the last time we see him. Well, that does seem like something that Stan Lee would be happy to do. So speaking of Stan Lee, when they make the Stripperella movie, who did they cast? Holy shit. No. <laughs> that almost knocked me off my feet. Real uh, I've been watching so much MXC recently, and they they reference Stripperella, and I was just like, "Oh my god, people actually watched that!" Man, I remember that whole block of shows. What was it? The it's... Red and Stimpy Adult Party Cartoon? Is that it? Yeah, that's that's the one, and they called it the Adult Party Cartoon because what they did is they just took the episodes that got banned from Nickelodeon. It's like, yeah, it was actually made for adults, and it very clearly wasn't. But you watch it, and you're like, oh, this wasn't made for anybody. It was like it was the George Liquor episode that I remember really well. I like how we were supposed to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy two, but now fuck it, I'm going to talk about a cartoon with the dog and a cat. It's a it's that scene where that where was it? Ren beats the shit out of George Liquor with an oar, and it's really violent. You're like. Boy, they were going to put this on Nickelodeon? What for? Kids don't need to see this sort of thing. Well, it's like how Rogue One is now for adults like me. I'm not watching a children's property. I'm watching a gritty, realistic movie for adults. And I am an adult. And I like sophisticated (laughs) war drama. It's a war movie, Christopher. I I seriously have a friend on Facebook who says it's better than uh, Star Wars 7. I forgot the subtitle. You're talking about me like I'm not here. Which is interesting, but alright. Everyone, it's awful. I, 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 it's, it's not even like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's just like everyone keeps talking about. It. It's like, yeah, it's a Star Wars movie. Thus, I have to see it. Like the new trailer for the one that's coming out soon. That that looks really bad. Honestly, the trailer is really bad. It's funny because you say it's a Star Wars movie, and I have to see it because now that's true for your life. Well, I know you it get is. to see They're... Han Solo next year. Isn't that great? Oh, so that's his name. I was forgetting the name of Harrison Ford's character. Yeah, I was gonna let it go. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> There we go. That's this is exactly what I deserve. Can you forget Han Solo? How dare you? I can't believe I called him the Harrison Ford guy. <laughs> All right, we've we've beat around the bush too much. How great of a name is Taserface? Dude, that was my least favorite joke in the entire movie. Straight up. Well, the the thing is, I have to agree for the most part that the scene was really poorly written, where they're going along with it. So. If a scene is that poorly written, you have to first blame the writer, and then you have to rely on, on both the director to try to shoot it well, to at least make it funny, and then the actors have to read those really bad lines and make them funny. This is something that Anne Hathaway did really well in Colossal. She had some bad lines, and she just said them in a way that was funny. And I have to agree that Taserface, for the most part, couldn't overcome the bad writing, but I did kind of like when he just yelled at the ceiling, It's metaphorical! Yeah, that didn't do anything for me, but then he was dead in five minutes. Spoilers. Even then, actually, okay, here's another thing I liked. It wasn't him that was funny, but it was the reaction of someone else. He, he said, 
tell them they were chased by Taser Face or something like that. And he said it to the, like that gold lady again. I don't even remember what they were. What was their race? I have to have sovereign. 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 I beat you. Fuck you. Oh, I'm I'm actually looking at the thing right now, so I don't even have a chance. You know, I, that's that's embarrassing that you got it before me. Is Gold and perfect, is it physically impeccable. No, it's not better. But uh, so he's saying it to them. And he's like telling them they were chased by Taserface, and the girl even kind of stickers him at it. It was like that. I have to admit, it is kind of what I do. That was Speaking the one of, that I liked it. yeah, yeah, Elizabeth Debicki uh, as Aisha, which is a real character name Fuck for that. a gold person. Her, Elizabeth Debicki was Aisha. She was the Golden High Priestess, the leader of the Sovereign People. Whatever. Uh, ter- yeah, turns out she's six foot three, which you can't tell because she's sitting down for the entire movie. Well, as a male myself, I really do appreciate <laughs> that. I don't go to it, movies to be shamed. It's even better. She wore platform shoes to increase her height to six foot seven, which again would have been nice if she wasn't sitting the entire time. That's why I stand in solidarity with Tom Cruise and why we will be seeing the Mummy. He gives hope for all of us. Oh, shout out to Wikipedia for uh, spoiling Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It's a good thing I didn't read this before I watched the movie. But dude, all the intense character moments in the climactic third act battle that you know how it's going to end. Well, I have to admit, that's one of the things that put Guardians of the Galaxy 2 above Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is the emotional resonance. I love the way that the characters interacted with each other. I thought that was a lot better than what happened in Guardians of the Galaxy 1, and that says a lot, because Guardians 1 is a good movie. But for Guardians 2, to, I, I really like the line, even if it was used in the trailer, the track says is, no, we're not friends, we're family. And that, I don't know, that really did speak a lot to me. I thought that was a very nice thing for them to say. And considering that Vin Diesel is in this movie, as well as Fast and the Fierce, which, as you know, is all about family, it really mm-hmm. hit record with me and really hit home. Also, shared well, universe. Oh, well, yeah. Of, I mean, isn't every single Vin Diesel movie in the same universe? If the Iron Giant isn't in Guardians 3, gutterball. I mean, if Riddick doesn't show up by Avengers 4, consider me very disappointed. Anyways, Kyle, here's how I'm going to work in the Tooth Fairy reference. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Wait, was that the, the Dwayne Johnson movie, or was yeah. that the Vin Diesel movie? Oh, my God. Pacifier, which is a name that's oh. in my head. Oh, my God. I, I completely fucked up both of them. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, speaking of, let's embrace debate. Who would actually, comma, win in a fight? Vin Diesel or Dwayne Johnson? I got Dwayne, you got Vin. Dwayne let's go. Johnson defend him. isn't a real person. Like, that's not... Dwayne... Fair. Okay, The Rock would totally fight an SUV or a fucking Transformer. (laughs) (laughs) The Rock would absolutely win. The Rock would, like, grab him by the ankles and neck and just rip him in half like a fatality. The best part about it is Vin Diesel said in an interview, it was like, I I don't know if I can do this, like, I can't can't edit my voice any deeper, but, yeah, I'd I'd beat him in a fight. And I I don't believe that. Yeah, it's nice for him to think that. He looks like a pretty big guy, but have you seen The Rock lately? Holy shit. He, he's, he, there's, he's there, I don't know if there's anyone who could beat him in a fight. Vin Diesel Brock Lesnar. Every movie, and I love it desperately. Yeah. It, I mean, it's totally fine. Vin Diesel still actually looks good, but he can't beat The Rock in a fight. No one can beat The Rock in a no fight. No human being can beat The Rock in a fight. I know. I'd put him up against Brock Lesnar. I'd still put my money on The Rock. I mean, are you kidding me? People's eyebrow. Uh, actually, if you refer to SummerSlam... <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get on this road oh speaking of there's something else I could have put at the beginning of this podcast it's like oh other stuff we do on the site you wrote up something about MMA <laughs> once like a year yeah. <laughs> same thing with me I wrote up a, a book review that you know that everyone's rushing to read about a book that came out in 1990 that came out of nowhere I was like wait what the fuck is this a book 
<laughs> what side do you think this is? It was about movies, so you know. Send me a book review as I'm like watching trailers for Thor three. Like, yeah, <laughs> totally. Same thing. Oh man, I'm gonna get you that book. You you might actually kind of enjoy that book. But I wrote a the... huge review about a book, and I wrote something about fucking goosebumps. <laughs> I tell you, you gotta do Welcome to Dead House. That's that's gonna be the one. I'll get there sooner or later. That's that's the one I grew up with. My brother got me a VHS of uh, Welcome to Dead House for Christmas years and years ago, and boy, I can't stop thinking about it. It was really like the acting was really funny, and even had the least charismatic man in the world at the end of it, R.L. Stein. He's the best. Oh man, didn't he go? To, wait, where did he go to car, uh, college? Did he go to Harvard? I, I think he did. He's doing stuff that I can't. I, I, I'm pretty sure he won Ivy League. Jesus. Uh, da, 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 something, something. He was born in here. He went to. Good news. No, he went to. I can record about Goosebumps too next year. Oh, fantastic! What? They're making another one of those. Taking place in Horrorland, son. Oh my God! I had the Escape from Horrorland video game. It's so good. Yeah, he went to Ohio State University. So the Ohio State, read by the Ohio State. <laughs> So did Nate Ebner, two-time Super Bowl champ. Good, glad you got that in. <laughs> Just in case anyone forgot. Also Mike Vrabel, three-time Super Bowl champion. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for us comment. to just start. I look at the coming soon list and go, all right, cool, you're watching Saw Legacy now. Oh, God, no. I hate those movies. Keep it up, because Cult of Chucky <laughs> comes out October 20th, idiot. <laughs> I've seen like the first four of those. Oh, I guess we'll have to get caught up beforehand, huh? Oh, what? How many of our am I missing? Uh, episodes five and six of that. Correct. Damn it! I even saw Seed of Chucky. I'm not even sure why. Was it Jennifer Tilly in that? She sure was. Oh man, her best role was in Let It Ride. Same, but Bound because I watched it when I was 12 and it changed my life. What the fuck is Bound? Don't oh worry no. About it. Don't worry about it. I I was willing. I was going to have some sort of repercussions. Anyway, uh, the way I wanted to close these out is I wanted to talk about a movie that I saw a long time ago when I was first getting into movies. And I think you'll like it. It's a 1931 black and white silent movie called City Lights. It stars Charlie Chaplin. Now, this was four years after the advent of sound in movies from a movie in 1927 called The Jazz Singer. It's a great movie. And it was 10 years after the first really big movie that Charlie Chaplin made. It was called The Kid. came out in 1921. City Lights is a really fantastic romantic comedy, and you don't need words for this sort of thing. This is why you can play in any country. Everyone's going to understand what you're talking about. Now, it did come out nine years before his talkie period, and even though he said it was just a fad, The Great Dictator was a great movie, but it never quite matched the majesty of City Lights. Parker, your thoughts? Yeah, we're watching Wonder Woman next. Son of a bitch! Yeah, Chris, we're watching Baywatch. (laughs) 